Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Lock Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big G. Welcome to this special Friday edition of the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. We're usually on Sunday nights at 6, but for Rob Halford, we'll give him his own show. What about that, T? Oh, that sounds great. Right? He deserves his own two-hour show, and we're going to feature all music by Priest and Halford and Fight and Two and all of Rob's band, and he will be calling in in about 20 minutes or so, close to 5 o'clock. So until then, we'll get a little music going here. How about we go to his first record with the title track, Little Resurrection. All right.
it doesn't get any better than that, does it, Tommy? He is truly the metal god. Without a doubt. I have to agree there. And I want to thank everybody for coming into the chat room today and listening. For all the people that are listening outside the chat room, Rob will be calling in about 15 minutes or so. I'm surprised Alex isn't here. It's his biggest fan in the world. You know, the biggest uh, Judas Priest Rob Halford fan in the world. He's not here. Isn't that surprising? Uh, I guess he's got it. Maybe he had a test today. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad for the kid. I know he was dying to talk to Rob Halford, so... You still got a little bit of time left, a little bit of time. It's still early in the show. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a great to do the show today. Uh, you know, we're outside of our regular Sunday night show. Well, I guess that's Rob Holford. That's what we're going to do. And uh, But speaking of Sunday night, this Sunday we have Mark Storacci from Crocus. Right. Uh, Rob actually sang on the Crocus record, uh, the Headhunter record. Oh, okay. Uh, back cool. in 1980, Ready to Burn, he sang on. So maybe we'll get that on, too. Anything that features Rob today, uh, we'll do in his honor of being here. And uh, who else is there? We have Steve Gaines from uh, Anger Resort and Abattoir and Bloodlust calling in this Sunday. So we've got a big show there. If you're not doing nothing, stop by the regular Sunday night show at 6 o'clock. All right, what do you want to do now? How about we want some fight, some two, some priest? What do you want to hear? Uh, let's go back to priest, the earliest stuff you got. Uh, well, I got a lot of earlier stuff, but the next one I got lined up is Metal God. Oh, okay. That's All right. middle, middle stuff. Middle stuff, middle of the road. There you go. <laughs>
Oh, okay. uh, moving fast. That was a band Rob Hoffman was working with back in the '80s, and uh, he sings backing vocals on that song. That band features uh, Jeff Martin on uh, on vocals. Jeff's been around for a long time. Yeah, a Racer X, no? Yeah, Racer X, Black Symphony, Leatherwolf, a lot uh-huh. of bands. Let me see. I got somebody on the line. Let me see who it is. Hello, uh, I have a call with 623 area code. We have somebody on from 623-581. Uh, okay, I, I can hear him listening to the show in the background, but uh, I guess he can't hear us. He'll probably hear it when he gets it on delay. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Late. Okay, I see who that was. All right, no problem. <laughs> I had him on. I'll get him on later. I know who it is. All right, no problem. Okay. All right, so uh, what, what do you want to hear, Tay? You want to do a little fight? A little two? Some more Alfred? Uh, what are you in the mood for? Some Alfred. All right. Uh, how about some of the brand new record, a little Hellraiser? Okay, yeah. <laughs>
something off the brand new Halford record made of metal. Uh, a few people got upset that he wasn't on the show when they uh, came in, Tom. They left. Wow. What do they expect? Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I can't start the show and have him on you know, the second the show starts because with Blog Talk Radio, a lot of people call him before the show when you do interviews like that. Yeah. And they, you can't connect them because, you know, you can't come on yourself until sure. you start time. So I always make it like a half hour win. That way, we can, you know, we have no trouble and we play a little music. You know, it's a music show. Well, screw. Hey, nothing you can do about it, right? <laughs> I think Alex is finally on the line. Alex, you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? Uh, I was losing faith in you, Alex. Oh, I know. I know. Something came up, and I was got a little tied up with something. All so right. I just, no and problem. And, I, and then I looked at the clock, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I decided to call in. All right. No problem. I got you here, so hang out. Uh, I know you're a big Halford fan, so uh, he'll be on in about 10 minutes. Oh, okay, good. So he didn't call in yet. I was getting worried. No, no, no. Five o'clock it was set for us, so uh, he's got other interviews before and after this one. That's why I want to try to do 15, 20 minutes if I can and uh, give as many people as uh, I can the opportunity to talk to them or ask a question. You don't get to do this on regular radio. It's impossible to get through, so I want, you know, I want his fans to say hi. Yeah, well, I'm on the, I'm on my cell now because I'm not home. I'm out, but uh, I'll, be, I'm, I'll be on the line. All right, that sounds good. You hang on. I'm going to get on uh, one more Judas Priest song, and that should take us right into about the time Rob's going to call in. How about a little run of the mill? Yeah. I know Tommy wanted something. Oh, there you go. There you go.
Man, we went way back in time for that. I went off the first record from 1974. There you go, run up the mill off the Rock of All record. Who else plays that stuff, Tommy? Nobody plays that. <laughs> Don't right. living after midnight or <laughs> breaking the law. Exactly. I mean, the only, the only typical song you play was Metal God, but that that I had that, to play that. I had to know. play that. He is the Metal God. I had to put that one on. That's you, know? you 100% right, but. Come on, 99% of some of the stuff people don't even know. Uh, it's true. It's true. And I wish I could get on more, but uh, Rob should be calling in any minute, hopefully, because uh, you know, we set this up at the beginning of the week, and hopefully everything's copacetic, and he should be on here any second. So I'm not going to play any more music. Maybe we'll just uh, BS a little bit until he calls in that we'll have to cut off the song, you know? Okay, sounds good. Sounds good to you? Sounds good to me. All right, you know, with so many records from Priest and then Fight and then the Halford albums and all the other stuff he's done, it's hard to choose from what to play on, you know, a 45-minute uh, show, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah, well, actually, we went a little longer today. I said it for two hours, but once the interview is over, I'm going to play a few songs and then uh, close out today's show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I did the metal matinee Wednesday this week instead of Thursday, The Sweetest Metal. I dug up all these cover songs by The Sweet. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty good show. I played Poison, which I thought I'd never play on this show before. Because they put a cover of Little Willie, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was a good good theme. And a great band, great songwriters. Um, yeah. Just goes to show you, you know, there's a lot there's a lot of different metal. You know, a, a lot of different genres make metal. You yeah. know? Even you listening that right. to that first Judas Priest album, you know, like, probably when it first came out, people were like, you know, what is this, you know? Exactly, and, yeah. And not till Victim of Changes did you actually know... Well, yeah, actually, not until sin after sin that people really dig back and say, "Whoa, this is the roots of this stuff." Mm -hmm. This maybe wasn't recorded as heavy, but the songs are intense. They're hard. Oh, to you don't have to tell me. And you know what? We got Rob in the line now, so let me connect them. All right, Tom. Oh, my lord! I don't mean to cut you off. That's all right. Anytime. Hey, Rob, are you there? Yes, I'm here, fellas. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, Rob. How bad can I be? I'm talking to you. And I got my co-host Tommy on the line with me also. Hello, Tommy. Welcome, Rob. Welcome, Rob. Hey, guys. Good to be with you. Uh, it's great to be here. It's great to have you here. This has been a long-time dream, and I'm happy that it came through. And, uh, you know, Rob, we would need like 100 hours to talk to you about your whole <laughs> career. Yeah. But I know like we don't have that time. Let <laughs> you do 20 minutes, yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Typical of we'll, our we'll, life, we'll, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have a good chat and talk We will, it. and we'll compress everything down. We'll just focus on... What's happening now? And uh, that's the brand-new record, uh, OzFest, and you're going out with Ozzy again real soon, right? Yeah, I'm going out again with Oz um, towards the end of the year. He's doing his first uh, arena tour in a long time, and uh, he's he's on top of his game, you know. I mean, he's, he looks great. He sounds great. He's putting on these amazing shows all around the world, and I'm really happy for him. You know, he's, uh, he's back where he, we all want him to be in that respect. Exactly, yeah. And did you ever think 40 years ago that you guys would still be doing this today and at the top of your game, no less? No, you don't. You have you have no idea. You know, in our world, it's you know, it's mostly chaos. You don't know what you're doing from one minute to the next. Even when you get to a, um, you know, a secure level, it's still pretty fragile. You 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 just don't know. You know, the emails come in, the phone calls come in, and you make your plans. So this this for for me personally is a, is an absolutely amazing time, you know. Um, mostly around the the latest release, Made of Metal, which came out a couple of weeks ago, and is doing really well. Thank you to all my fans, and um, and all of the other great surprises like working with my good friend Ozzy again. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward. The tickets haven't gone on sale here yet in New York for the Madison Square Garden show, but we will be there when that happens. There's no okay, that. brilliant. It's going to be an incredible night, yeah, especially so close to the holidays as well. Yeah, we're looking so forward to it. And, you know, I mean, Crucible came out about eight years ago. You had the, the Winter Songs album last year, but it's been like eight years since, you know, new heavy metal material came out by you. And this is such a diverse record compared to anything you've done before. Uh, was that just how you were feeling at the time of the writing, or was it something intentional? Yeah, um, the, the bulk of the writing came out of this old metal head, you know, this old metal yeah. heart, and and um, that was, again, a surprise. I mean, I hadn't really written in that way since um, the Fight War of Words release uh, in around 92, 93. And um, the main... The main reason, you know, the, the, the way that you get propelled into these things, again, can come in either planning the calendar, uh, you know, this year you've got to record, it's got to come out at this time, you've got to do shows, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, once I knew that there was a chance to put the Halford band back out, my first feeling was, well, this is going to be great, it's going to be fantastic, and it's going to be a real wonderful opportunity to say thank you to all the fans that have supported us for all these years and play the songs that everybody's familiar with but when you see a band it's always cool to have a couple of new songs you know, in your set list so that that really you know urged me on and then uh, and then out of the blue i get this real kind of creative um moment and musicians will tell you that those things can come anytime and sometimes they last for a day a week a month sometimes they just keep you know, the ideas keep pouring out of you. But uh, for for about two or three weeks, I was just I was just going for it, you know. It was just an amazing feeling. And um, I was telling my producer, Roy Z, who also plays guitar in the Alfred Band, about what was happening. He's like, yeah, Metal God, keep going, keep going. You know, when you're ready, give me a call and we'll get together in the studio and see what you've got. So he encouraged me. And um, that really is how the basic... Uh, you know the basic plan for the record came to be just from those um those ideas that uh, that came forward it's a, it's a truly great album and you and Roy Z have worked together for a long time and it's a great collaboration between the two of you and, thank uh, you yeah he's a great yeah. great guy. Well, they're all they're all wonderful people he is artists. he really is and he's done so much on his own too and Tommy and I were talking before the show about till the day I die and it just Tommy what you're saying how it brings back the blues like from your from your past yeah, just like we we just played Run of the Mill from the uh, Rock and Roll album, and you know how it's very bluesy in the beginning yeah. and intense, yeah. and then till the day I die is like, you know, in, in the same vein, you have the little uh, that bluesy uh, beginning and little crazy, you know, yeah. first fight record. That's right. Yeah. This is really unique. I mean, I could see it like on a mo- in a movie, you know, like in a mo- in a, mo- a TV movie or something like that. It just so much soul from from the voice. It's amazing to to hear that you can just do hard rock, you can do heavy metal, you can do blues. Uh, you're not just a metal god; you're the music god. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal, you know. Metal's roots come from the blues. Sure. Everything in rock and roll comes from the blues. And I remember back in England listening to the you know very very few radio uh, programs that covered. Uh, the blues, especially people like Muddy Waters and Howling Wolf, Bessie Smith, you know, the electric blues with Janis Joplin and so on. And um, so that's never left me. I, I've always had that inside of me as a as a writer. And um, 
like all of these songs are made of metal, you know, you, you finish one idea and then you're looking for something else. You don't want to repeat yourself. At least that's the way I work. I like to keep the, the songs interesting and moving along with different feelings and messages and so on. And um, I can't remember whether Till the Day I Die thing or whatever, but I, I just, you know, internally I just felt, let, let's try and make a starter song that has this kind of very kind of... Um, very kind of simple bluesy type of of uh, beginning and and see where it takes us from there and of course it explodes yeah it explodes uh, for, into 40 really 50 minutes 40 50 seconds mm -hmm. into it yeah. which is exactly what 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 it needs to do but yeah it's it's just like a bit of a, a nod and homage to to uh the great uh, american blues tradition excellent excellent it is rob man you like you're talking about the blues influence Going back to the early days of Judas Priest, you were doing something that nobody else was doing at the time. There was really only Black Sabbath out a little bit before you, and they were in the infancy. Did you ever just sit back and say, what are we doing here? I mean, what are we creating? Are people going to, like, go for this? Yeah, I think that's in the back of your mind. But, you know, whatever band you're in, you're in a room, there's three of you, there's five of you, there's however many of you. The rest of the world doesn't exist. You know, you're so tightly connected with your music that... You, you're only dreaming about where you might go, you know. I mean, sure. that 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 really is what should exist, even even when you're successful, you know. Um, obviously, you, you try to raise the bar a bit, and 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 more than anything, maintain your success because, you know, it, it's important to to re, to reflect that all of these people that you see that are still successful. They're staying there through a lot of hard work and determination. You, you can't just sit back and think, oh, it's going to be all easy now, because it's not. You've got to maintain the quality of your work. You've got to maintain the support of your fans with good songs and good shows. So all of that starts in a very, very simple way. A band gets together in a room, in a garage, whatever, and they play because it makes them feel good, because... They believe in what they're doing right from the very beginning of it all. And sometimes it lasts for a year. Sometimes it lasts for a couple of years. Sometimes it lasts for nearly 40 years, you know, like yeah. it So you never really know. And and uh, and even now when you're on stage, you, you have to be there because you want to be there. You love what you do. And what a great life, you know, to be able to to be able to not only enjoy the work that you make, but also to have all of these incredible fans supporting you in your endeavors. It's the best feeling in the world. It really is. I can only imagine that. And it's great to hear that, you know, as famous as you are, as big as you have become, you, can, you still never rest on your laurels. Because, like you said, you don't know when the rug is going to be pulled out from under you. I yeah. think you're pretty safe after 40 years, but, I mean, yeah. it's, you still have that feeling. You, you never get over that, I guess. No, you don't, and because I tell you, the, the, if you love it that much, you, you can't switch it off, you know. It's like being yeah. in a marriage. If it's a long marriage, you're there because you, you're there for each other, you need each other, you know, and that's, and that's what it is. Um, I mean, again, the, the essence of what you do in a band is, is you know, it's, it's your contribution, but it's everybody, isn't it? You know, and if one, one of the elements is missing, it takes on a different shape and direction and the sound. Um, so if you can keep it together um, uh, in a band, um, then great things can, can happen in the future. But the thing that drives me is there's always another metal song to write, isn't there? There's always another metal <laughs> record to record or a metal, sh metal show to make. You know, it yeah. never never ends. Only, only you 
to make that decision. And um, I'm going to be doing it till the day I die. <laughs> we hope that's a long, long time from now. And yeah, me about too. Songs. And uh, me too. every song tells a story. And on an album, you could write between you know 10 and 20 stories. But when you did Nostradamus, is it harder to write one story that's spread out over multiple songs as a concept compared to compacting into a five-minute song? Is it more like involved in that where you really kind of follow a storyline? Yeah, um, even though you're dealing with a character who's well-documented, everything that he did in his life you can read up about, um, it's still, well, you know, how do you talk about the time when he was exiled, you know? How do you talk yeah. about the time when he lost his wife and kids with a horrible <coughs> plague in Europe? Um, it, really, it really is up to your own um, abilities to um, match the message of that particular man's life in the sequence of events. And um, I think it was a great, I mean, just talking for, for whatever, I, I think it was just an absolutely amazing moment for Priest to do something like that. I mean, I listen to the record now, and it, it just sounds like, how the hell did we do it? You know, I mean, it, yeah. it's a very big body of work, the, the arrangements, all the instrumentation, the production. It was a really massive piece of uh, metal, so to speak, but... We did it, and we had, we had an absolutely amazing time putting the whole thing together. So, uh, yeah, um, on the surface it might look easy, but it's very, very difficult. And, uh, when, you know, when you listen to it, it looks effortless, but I know there's probably a lot of work behind the scenes. And, uh, Rob, I know we don't have you for too long, but I have two of your biggest fans, I think, on the line. you mind if I put one on after the other, extra quick question? Yeah, absolutely, no problem. Okay, Alex, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Rob, Rob how are you? Guy. Hi, Alex. Hi, hi, doing good. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I wanted to ask you, um, are there any future plans for uh, Judas Priest? Yeah, um, we'll be back out next year. I've been saying many, many times that this has just been a, an opportunity to kind of regroup the Halford Band and uh, to get out and say thank you to all the, the fans that, um, that uh, have supported us over the years. Um, We'll we'll be um, we'll be announcing something probably early next year on the pre-site about what we're going to be doing. We're definitely doing more shows. That's uh, that's already pretty well known, and we'll we'll probably be out and about for all of 2011 and most of 2012. So as soon as we know exactly what's going on, Alex, we'll put it on the website. Uh, well, thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. All right, mate. Cheers. Thank you, Alex. And, Rob, this has been a great year for you and Priest together, in a way, because Grammy nominations, the Golden Guard, uh, you're in, the, you're in the, uh, the, the, the cell phone commercial, and now they're using Priest in, in the commercial for the minivan. I mean, heavy metal is all over the place thanks to you guys this year. Well, we're all connected, aren't we? I mean, it's yeah. like what you do with your great show. You know, everybody plays a part, if you want to look at it that way. You know the fans, what you do with your with your radio show, and what all the metal musicians do. We're a unique lot of metalheads. You know, we're a very special bunch of people, and there are still some people that don't really know what we're trying to do or be, and they'll never get it. They'll never understand it. They'll always have something negative to say about what we do. But uh, so what? We, we don't care about that type of reaction. All we care about is being together as as, uh, as metalheads united in this wonderful experience that we love and call heavy metal music. It's yeah, true. We all, We've yeah. always been like the underdogs, but, uh, you know, we, we still survive and we keep trudging on year after year, decade after decade. That's it, and exactly. It's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can't kill it. It'll never die. 
Rob, we have somebody in the chat room from Lima, Peru, that can't yeah. wait to see you. Oh, me too. I've never yeah. been to Peru before, and so uh, I'm very excited to be able to go to that part of the world. They have a, they have a really solid uh, metal scene, as I've, as I've been told. I'll try and check it out when I get there. But um, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to be in Peru in, yeah, a, in a week or two. I just wanted to mention that because they've, uh, you know, we just figured give you a little insight of how many crazy people we have all around the world. Oh yeah, you guys listen to everywhere. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Rob, I got Thomas in. What's now, Thomas? You're on with Rob. Hey, Hello, Thomas. Can, Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, Thomas. We can hear you. Yes. Um, how long does it take on average to record an album and then to get it released? And my next question is, I'm an artist. I love painting and drawing and wondering what type of artwork you like. Um, uh, Tim Bradstreet, I think, is an amazing uh, artist. He's a friend of mine, and he's very famous in the um, in the art world, you know, graphics, comics, so forth, as well as Mark Sasso, who does all of the designs for... Metal God Apparel. So those are some of the people that I admire. And, uh, of course, all the other great people that work for DC and Marvel, incredibly talented um, artists in that, in that dimension. As far as making a record, there really isn't a, um, a stop clock unless you, you've got a budget which you have to adhere to. You know, I remember we made British Steel in about 31 days. The first Sabbath album was made in 24 hours. Same with the first Nirvana album. You just don't know, you know. Um, if you've got all your, if you've got all your pieces in place and all of the important elements that you need to have ready to go when the green light goes on, it shouldn't take too long. Uh, this made a metal record. I think took about overall maybe three months, four months tops, which is pretty fast. But yeah. that's because you know it, it's just the makeup of the things that that you like. I said, if you've got all the all of the pieces connected, yeah, everything and everything gets place. broken down. Yeah, then uh, then it can uh, it can happen really fast, or it can take forever. You know. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. Cool. That's you prefer cool. the new method of recording with the Pro Tools and everything compared to the old way? Uh, yeah, some of it's good. Some of it, I think, is a is a is a distraction. Right. Uh, you can do shortcuts with with Pro Tools, which can either be beneficial or they can diminish your musicianship. You know, um, uh, you, you just have to think about that. You know, uh, musicians, the, the, the merit and the ability of a musician uh, totally depends on the amount of effort and practice you put into what you do, whether you're a drummer or a guitar player or whatever. The more you practice, the more you learn, the better you become. And, and so you can kind of put that into the, into the studio when you come to recording. Pro Tools is the, is the standard studio format now, so really yeah. it's no different to how tape was in the old days. Um, if you want to record a song without any breaks on Pro Tools, you can do it. If you want, to, if you have to stop after 30 seconds and then start up again, you can do it more easily than you could in the old days with the tapes, the reels to reels, you know. So yeah. it's a little bit benef beneficial in that way. That's good, yeah. Because a lot of people, because today a lot of bands, they don't even record together in the same room anymore. You have, you know, people laying down tracks from all over the country and the world, yeah. melding yeah. it together. Yeah, and, and and I think you know, again, there isn't a standard format, is there? I mean, there's some yeah, some bands that some bands absolutely determined to all be in the room together. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's the outcome that's the most important thing. You know, if you feel there's something missing, you better do something about it because your fans will hear it. But if it's coming out the way it means to come out to the speakers and it feels right and there's some soul and spirit into it, that's all that matters. That's true. And, Rob, you've been branching out over the years with the apparel line, Metal Guard Records. Do you plan on adding any other bands to the label? I remember back in the 80s we were working with Surgical Steel for a little while. Yeah. I, I thought they were a great band. Unfortunately, they never really took off, but Jeff Martin is still an amazing vocalist. Yeah, he's a great, a great singer. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah, the main reason I put this little label together was to, was to firstly to try and stay in metal as long as I can and, um, and just be connected through the way a label can help um, promote and, and grow uh, new metal bands. So the doors have been open now for, for quite a while. Um, you can submit your demos and your, your songs, your complete songs, your DVDs, whatever it might be. If you just go to robhalford.com, um, you can find the info from there. That, that's the main purpose of putting that little label together. We just like a little independent label, and um, we'll do what we can to you know, keep bringing the new metal forward. Yeah, that's great. And you can get all all of your albums on there also. The Fight Records, the Halford albums, everything's available on your website also. Yeah, you can go there. You can go to Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart. They're all over the place now. Yeah, it's, it's a, the internet is, you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword in a way. It's it's great to get everything out there, like, quicker and easier. But also, it's it's put a hurt on, on album sales because of the downloading and, and, and all of that stuff. But, like, I'm old school. I like to have the album, the CD the artwork, the cover. Uh, I'm hoping that some way or the other we can get back to the old way. Because if people don't buy the record, how are we going to have more people making them? How are we going to support this industry? Right. Thank you. You're, you're saying exactly what needs to be said. You know? yeah. uh, and uh, we, have to, we have to keep fighting against this illegal downloading. Most of the metalheads don't do it. You know? I mean, we're, we're, we're hardcore. We support the bands that we love, and we know yes. the only way we can keep the bands that we love alive is to you know, get the official product, the official merch, whatever, all that money goes back in the band, you know, buys guitar strings, pays for the gas, pays for the hotels, whatever, whatever. You know, it, people will be, people, well, not that it's of any interest, but people would be surprised just how expensive it is of to course. put a band on the road. Sure. You know, it doesn't matter how, what sure. level you're at, you've still got to pay the bills, don't you? Sure. And the only way you yep. can do that is to have some kind of, you know, get something coming back into the, into the, into the kitty, as we say. So, yeah, um, yeah it's really important that, that everybody uh, supports um, all of the bands uh, in, the, in the ethical uh, way that they should be supported. Yeah, it, it has to happen again. And I, a lot of the younger kids today, like you spoke with the kid Alex before, he actually has a podcast that's named Dio Priest after his two favorite bands, Dio and, oh, wow. and Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah, he's 17 years old. He loves our, our old 70s and 80s heavy metal and hard rock. Years old. Thanks to yeah, video games, these kids today are getting all that exposure. Thanks, and you've been involved with the video game market also. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, to to have been involved in that um, brutal legend um, experience was again a lot of fun to do. And it, as you as you point out, it it helps and promotes metal. And I'll always do things like that, no matter what. That's great, Rob. You mind taking one more question? Somebody's been in hold. Yes, for a one more, time. and then I have to fly, fellas. Thank you, you so much. I'll take appreciate one more question. I'll get them on right now for you. Uh, okay. Caller from seven one eight eight seven three. You there? Yeah. How you doing? Good. How Hi, are you? Hiya. Rob. Hey, Rob. Um, I've been a huge fan of yours for over thirty-five years. I'm a forty-six-year-old yeah. father of four. I have two young boys. 
Um, the host just mentioned about how young children are being exposed to metal. Um, I've been sober for three years, and since then I've been taking my children to see your shows. Um, we saw the Masters of Metal tour a couple of years ago, and then last year we saw um, where you guys did British Steel live head-to-head. That was awesome. My kids Thank are, you so uh, much. That's you. wonderful. Way into you. Um, you've been uh, an inspiration of mine for a very long time. I love everything you've ever put out. Um, I just have to do a little bit of tweaking here. I love you, Rob, and I have to ask you, why did you guys loan the Hellion to a commercial for a Honda minivan? <laughs> well, that's that's a legitimate that's a legitimate question, and um, I'd like to throw that over to to uh, priest management because the, you know, oh, yeah, no I think I think I think we did a bit I think we did a, a burger commercial once as well, you know. And then you got yes, you got Gene yes, you got Gene doing Yeah, you got Gene doing Doctor Pepper, you know. Yeah. Well, Gene um, is got, another story. Yeah, you got you got you got Led Zeppelin doing rock and roll for Cadillac. Yeah, you know? yeah. that was cool. I mean, again, if there's an opportunity where you can uh, you use your music in that way, I think it's great. And and again, you know, the the cash that you get from that goes back into what you do. And um, as I said earlier, I mean, Priest is this massive band that's got a massive crew, and we have all of these things to take care of. So it's all utilised in in the right way. And uh, it's the most exciting thing in the world to to hear your music in that type of format. You know, it, it's uh, it's 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 done in a in a very sincere way. It's not done in a uh, in an overly commercial money grabbing way because that's just true. that's just true. right true. in metal. Uh, I think it, I think it's cool, and that's that's all that matters. That it's um, that it's uh, it's making good things happen. Exactly, gets the name out there. Yeah, you think about it, sort of the maturation of the fans. Uh, we were, like, you know, kids just listening to heavy metal, and then all of a sudden now we're in charge. Hey, I'm doing this commercial for Honda. You know, I always wanted to hear Judas Priest on a, on a commercial, you know. So maybe yeah. they brought it to the table, and it just it sounded great. It gets people listening. I know I'm in the I'm in the other room, and I have to run in and watch it, even though I've seen it probably a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like when I did that Verizon commercial, right. you know, that was a priest, and that quick. I've, I've probably got more feedback from like two point <laughs> three seconds Isn't than anything amazing? I've done in recent years. Uh-huh. That's the power of, of that type of thing. But anyway, fellas, I want to thank you so much for the uh, for the interview. I wish you all the best with the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. Thank you. And look exactly. forward to seeing you later on the, in, uh, this year when uh, I come up there with Ozzy. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you, Rob. And you've made my show. Thank you very much. I'm going to throw you one quick question. You don't even have to answer it, but it's just in good fun. What's more detrimental to heavy metal, illegal downloading or Sharon Osbourne? <laughs> illegal illegal downloading. Illegal downloading. Good answer. Yeah. But uh, and Sharon, I love that woman to death. Uh, she's a she's an absolute giant in the business yes. world of, of of what we do. Uh, she. Uh, she has to be respected because she's done wonderful, wonderful things for metal over the years. So I say, God bless Sharon, and stop doing all the fucking illegal downloading. As you I got it. Say. <laughs> See you, Rob Halford. Thank you Made very much, metal. Rob. All the best. See you. Bye. Made Take care. Metal. Halford Four. That was a great guy, huh? Thank you. Thank you. That was great. He was, he's good people. He always is when you have him in other interviews, and I am so happy that we were able to have him on the show today. 
Rob Halford, the metal god. I know we weren't going to get him for long because they set up interviews like every half hour, so they got to keep moving along. Sure. But I'm glad we had him for at least the whole half hour, so that was hey, pretty wait, damn good in my opinion. Go ahead, Al. Oh, I'm, I'm still on the line. All right. No, yeah, I'm going to tell you, I said, I said this, this can complete uh, the legacy of your show now. You can die happy. That's right. If I could just resurrect Ronnie James Dio, I have everybody on then. Oh, man. Exactly. We were so close I wish. to getting him. I wish, so. you know. But we don't, so we had Rob Halford. That was the next best thing, and now I get to say I got to speak to him for a few seconds. There you go. Quite a few people did. So how about we get on that song we were talking about off uh, Made of Metal, Till the Day I Die? How about that? All right, here you go. Sit back and relax. Thank you. Yeah. 
Man, that's a great song. I love that steel guitar in there, huh? Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, yeah Roy Z, Metal Mike. What a, what a band, and what a great guy he was. I wish we had all day to talk, but I try to get as much in as I can from all different, you know, 40 years and 30 minutes. That's kind of rough. All right, yeah. But I think we touched on a little bit of everything. Some a little bit of everything, yeah. We talked about the old, the old, you know, the old, the first album, Rock and Roller, yeah. you know, and right know. up to the metal, metal, you know, made of metal, and we mentioned yeah. the, the, the commercials and... And the tour. And Sharon Osbourne, so that was good. And Sharon Osbourne, you know. I, I know he's close to Sharon, so I didn't want to go there, but, you know, as I said, you don't have to answer it. Well, I was I was trying to go there a little bit with Gene Simmons, you know, when he was talking about how Simmons yeah. does the Coke commercial. Yeah. And I says, well, he says, Gene, it's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish that, but you know what? Now when, maybe a little later on when the record dies down and he's not promoting it, we can get him back on where he can spend more time and, uh, yeah, and we can talk just more about everything because he's the kind of guy you could just literally sit there and oh, talk yeah. about anything for hours. It doesn't have to be metal. I know he wants to promote his new album, and that's what we're here for to help him promote it. But yeah. he could just talk about any subject on anything, and, and he goes with it. You know, you could talk about art. You could talk about the uh, exactly. power. You could talk about the scene, not yep. necessarily the music, but the scene and the and the background. I mean, think of all he could write it. You think about it, he could write a book on the music industry, without a doubt. Oh, I'm sure he will one day. And I know yeah. he's working on becoming an American citizen. It takes quite a few years. But, oh, uh, that would have been nice to bring up. But, I, I wanted mean, to, but then I think, you know... Minutes. Yeah, I know, but I, I think, uh, you I know, think we, got action, on the music. we actually got a little action in 20 minutes. We got, like, 26. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, pretty good. Six minutes, I think. What a great guy. And, uh, he did a great I'm job, I'm about to keep man. the show going today for the two hours. We'll wrap it up at 6 o'clock. We'll play like 21 minutes of music. Yeah, that's we'll just fun. do a 90-minute special show, and then we'll end it. And I really appreciate everybody who came into the chat room tonight, okay. even the people that left because they were upset because he wasn't on exactly when they came in. Oh, excuse but, me. But uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast. You there know? we and, go. Uh, listen to the archive podcast. Exactly. Exactly. It, it was an off show because we usually Sunday night at 6 p.m. And this Sunday night, hey, we got another great guest, Mark Storacci of Crocus. We did the right. interview earlier. Mark was a great guy. That's, that was a long interview, so we're going to get that on early in the show. And, and uh, they, calling in live, we have Steve Gaines, uh, lead singer for Abattoir, and uh, he's got Anger is Art right now, great thrash metal band, and he's been in a whole bunch of other bands. He actually plays in Bits with Betsy, who we had on in uh, oh, back in January or February. We had Betsy on. He's also in Bitch. And uh, they got a new show coming up in November. There's a special surprise singer who's going to be playing with them, oh. uh, and he's going to make the announcement Sunday night on who that is. So I'm kind of uh, looking forward to hearing on that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about we do some fight? We didn't get any fight on before. Did okay, we? No, cool. I don't think we did. No fight songs, no. All right. Well, how about a little mouthpiece? It's perfect for us. All right. All right. Here you go. Some fight. <laughs>
fight with Mouthpiece. That was real different from anything he ever did when that came out, you know? That's true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he started out the decade with uh, two, P.O.U. Right. Uh, they went on the fight. Oh, it was fight first. I think P.O.U. 2 came out before fight, wasn't no, it? No, 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 it was fight. It was fight then two, right? Yeah, it was fight then two. Yeah, he really experimented a lot in the 90s. I wanted to bring that up also because, you know, Metal hit, he left Priest in the early 90s. Metal really hit, went like, not because of that, but Metal just went downhill because grunge was taking over. Yeah, you know, we head metal was falling out. And, that. Yeah, he was like really experimenting music-wise back then, and I know I have the the, the two uh, the demo tape, and actually Rob Holford offered it on his uh, website as a, a free download. Oh wow! Yeah, back in two thousand and two. Yeah, it was like eight years ago. He did, and plus he put two extra songs on there, and one of them wound up being on the Holford regulator. And I just can't remember what song it was. Oh gee. Uh, was it Speed of Sound? I think it might have been Speed. It was Speed of Sound. I think it was. Wow. I think that was it, but it was called Speed or maybe Sound back then. I'm not, I really don't remember the whole thing. It's so long time ago. Uh, but I actually liked the pre uh, the tapes because it was before Trent Reznor got involved with the band. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine that might have been better. Yeah, it's it, it still like you know it still has that vibe of what it was, but it just has a I think a better sound to it. He tried to make it too much like Nine Inch Nails and like that type of sound and. Right. Uh, but I, actually, I I have a song. You want to play a song by too? I have one yeah, lined that, up. That sounds cool. Uh, I actually have one that's off the demo tapes before Trent Reznor remixed it. Uh, let me see what I have. Uh, and we'll get that on here. I was going to play the the rock song, but I think maybe we'll save it for Sunday night and keep everything off for today because we only got a few uh, few more songs we're going to do. Yeah. All right. Let me see which one I had to line up here. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Water's leaking. That's what oh, I got. Okay. All right. So we'll play this. This is the the demo tape from the two album uh, before Trent Reznor got involved with the mix. This is the original version of it.
Two featuring Rob Halford from back in the day. I wasn't crazy about that stuff when I first heard it, but when you look back on it now, I guess you're more open to it because you know it was just coming out of the metal decade back then. And yeah, yeah, but it's I a like, little easy to accept it. I like that demo as opposed to the regular uh, recording. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a copy of it. I'll get, I'll get you the whole link. I'll send it to you that we could uh, get all the songs on there. I think it's much better, but it, it was different. You know, that was a time, and people were like, well, he was selling out, trying to sound like you know the bands at the time. Yeah, that's the metal god. He's an originator. <laughs> you know, he does his own thing. He, he made that sound. Yeah, he marches to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> so I really enjoy it now. Where I couldn't get into it back then because you know it was like metal had just died at that time. You know, right. I mean, really, we came to a crash and halt back then, and it was hard to accept our guys doing anything different and new. But as time went on, you know, like I said, it grows on you. Right, this is true. Yeah, I want to thank Deb, the music maven. She wrote a nice comment about me on Facebook. She said I was like the Mikepedia of metal. <laughs> I oh. love that. That was I like really that. cool. I thought. Yeah, was that cool? It sounded like any truck man. Better get off that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had a good time. I'm going to do one or two more songs. We're going to wrap things up at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, don't forget Sunday, Mark Storacci of Crocus and uh, Steve Gaines of Anger Resort. we got a great show. Got a whole bunch of good guests coming up this month. Two, uh, two a week again. So uh, I was talking with Alex the other day. I told him November. I think we have two guests lined up for the whole month. And we're just going to leave it that way. And, uh Close out the year playing all music because we got the holidays, so we'll just keep the guests down towards the end of the year, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll do like, uh, we'll have like our own little metal summit or something. Uh, we'll all get together, just talk metal for two hours and oh, yeah, that'll be cool. play some songs in between and we'll do something like that, you know? Yeah. That sounds good. So, do you want to hear some Judas Priest right now or do you want to hear a Crocus song that features Rob Halford with Mark Storacci, I guess, this Sunday on uh, background vocals? I'll go with the Crocus song. I don't think a lot of people play that song. Yeah, well, this is off the 83 record, Headhunter. Uh, I didn't get a chance to ask Rob about how he hooked up with Mark, but I did ask Mark, and we'll hear about that on Sunday. And uh, what a great segue, right? What a great way to promote things. There you go. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. All right, this is off the 83 record, Headhunter, probably one of the bigger albums by the band. And you'll hear more Crocus on this weekend's show. And uh, Rob Holf is on background vocals here. It's a song called Ready to Burn.
Focus with Ready to Burn featuring the Metal God on background vocals. You can hear him loud and clear in the background. Oh, definitely. Distinctive yeah. voice. Cuts through like a knife. Oh, yeah. I know it says we got like 40 minutes left in the show, but we're going to end it at 6 tonight. I just made the show two hours long because I didn't know you know, how long we would have it going with Rob. Or so. where he would call in exactly. or whatever, right. So they were. Uh, we did it. But we'll be back to the regular two-hour show on Sunday. I'm going to play one more song by Priest. We're going to close things out. But before I do... I want to remind everybody, I'm a sponsor of the True Metal America Festival, uh, Iron and Steel Fest 2. It's in Reading, PA, October 23rd. It's headlined by Cage and Fate Factor. We've got a lot of great bands on the bill. Kill Plot, Necromance, Cry of Zion, Death Eliza, Forgotten Legacy. Uh, Beyond Fallen just dropped out because something happened. Somebody got sick in the band, and I hope that they're okay and everything works out for them. But I'm working on getting Anvil Bitch on the bill. They were supposed to be a guest on the show a few weeks ago, but uh, Gary will be on in November, and hopefully that'll work out. Right. And uh, if you email me at any one of the web, you know, any just go to any one of the heavy metal man sites. Email me, I'll send you two tickets to the show, or call into any one of the shows in the next week or two, and I'll get you two tickets. Also, for grabs, Firewind is playing at the Gramercy in New York City. Right. With some good friends of the show, Desdemone, they're on the bill. There's another band that just can't remember. I think it's the Absence that's playing with them. That's on November sixth. Oh, I got two tickets to give you for that. I like yeah. Very good band, the Absence. Yeah. All right, well, call in that show. I'll give you the tickets. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's at the Gramercy Theater, and thanks to Desdemone and Exile Metal. Uh, they're giving me two tickets to give away. You know, uh, oh, Power Glove is on the bill, too. They're like a goofy uh, cover heavy metal band. Oh, but they're okay. actually pretty talented guys. They do some goofy songs. But uh, Firewind features uh, Gus G from Ozzy Osbourne. So sure. you get to see him up there. So call in, email me, because I know a lot of people listen to the podcast that don't listen to the live show. I don't right. want to give everybody a chance, so uh, drop me an email, call in this week and next week. Two tickets are yours to that show. And uh, I believe the week after next, we have Apathy on the show, great band out of New Jersey. Uh, they're playing with Forbidden and Overkill, November 20th, at Starland Ballroom in New Jersey. That should be a great show. I think it's in Sayreville, right, Tommy? Uh, yes. All right, Sayreville the band's calling in. So uh, they'll be on the show, and they're giving away some copies of their new CD and T-shirts. So tune in that night, call in, drop me an email the day of the show. And uh, it's all yours. Excellent. Sounds good, right? Yes. I'm looking forward to heading out to Pennsylvania the week after next. And uh, matter of fact, next Monday, I think, you and I are heading into the city to interview uh, David Rock Feinstein uh-huh. in this hotel. I think it's next uh-huh. Monday or the Monday after that. I don't remember what I Monday the 25th? Me, the 25th, that was yeah. it. So we'll have that. I wasn't going to do a show Halloween, but maybe we will, and we'll do the interview with Rock that day. We'll air it with uh, his brand-new song, uh which I was going to play tonight, but like I said, maybe we'll save it, we'll play Sunday, and we'll debut some other stuff off the album that day. It's called uh, Metal Will Never Die, and that's the last song Ronnie James Dio recorded before he passed away. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great song. I sent it. I don't know if you had a chance to play it yet. Definitely, I like the it. Produced yeah. Version. yeah, really good, right? Definitely, I like that I'm looking song. forward to that. But I thought Ronnie also recorded some stuff with the Rods. I mean, we had Rock and Call on the show. They said Ronnie was... Yeah, recorded some stuff for them at the time. Right, they never gave us a title, so maybe this is the song. I wonder. Well, that's a good question to ask that day, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that, but uh, I want to thank everybody. I'm sorry, Tommy. Go ahead. No, that's right. They had some no, got, we got time. We got time. They yeah. had problems with the record company or something. So maybe this was his way of getting the record out. Getting it out, yeah. The song out, I mean, from the. Yeah. Record. Who knows how many of the songs on album? Maybe some old Rod songs that they just uh, couldn't get out. You know, Alex uh, posted an amazing um, Sabbath cover by Elf. Really, Ryan I didn't see that. Ryan. Oh, you didn't see that? Huh? No, no, no. I didn't see I'll that definitely. Yet. Uh, I'll uh, highlight that. Um, that post on uh, on on um, Facebook, send it to you. Oh, I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, and that sounds good. I mean, this is Elf doing doing Sabbath. I forgot what darn song, but uh, 
I think it's um, War Pigs. I think it's War Pigs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I've got to go look for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those are the little gems you hear from our, uh, our little protege, uh, Dio Priest. That's right. You can go check him out almost every other night. Uh, no, he's back every yeah. night now. You, you get out. Alex is like 7-Eleven. You get out to the show seven days a week, any day, any hour. That's it. There you go. So I want to thank everybody who hung out in the chat room with us today. That was a big chat room for us. We don't usually get that many people. And uh, yeah. all the other people that listened outside the chat room on the play, I really appreciate it. Got to thank the Metal God and my buddy Tommy for always being here with me every single week. We try. I appreciate that. We do the best we can. Sunday night, Mark Storacci of Crocus, Steve Gaines of Anger Resort. We play some old priest. We play some middle of the old priest. How about we play something off of Angel of Retribution? Oh. We played a little bit of Hallford, a little bit of Fight, too, some background stuff. And then we'll close things out, and we'll start up again Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Okay, cool. Sounds good to you? Sounds good to me, man. All right. What am I going to get in there? How about we get a Judas Rising on? Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good? Sounds great. Yeah, it's not, it would be better if I could actually find it. But, you know, <laughs> I thought I had it all set up. Well, that has a little bit of an intro, so you can talk, talk it out. All right, that sounds good. Here you go. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rob Halford, the Metal God. Here you go, a little Judas Rising.
everybody for listening. I will see you Sunday night Amazing. at 6 p.m. Take care, buddy. It was great All talking right. to you today. Good night, buddy. Thanks to the metal god. Excellent. All right. Good night, everyone. Thank you. All right. heavy metal anywhere blogtalkradio.com and heavy metal mayhem